Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 21, 2019, the Hanky Panky Edition. And we'll start with that story uh, in an article from William Cohen uh, on Vanity Fair, released on their online site late one, uh, I believe last Wednesday. He takes a look at uh, trading patterns um, around pronouncements and actions by the Trump administration and finds that um, a suspicious amount of uh, what he claims are insider trades, which are electronically traded futures, or e, the uh, infamous S&P minis, uh, linked uh, to the information, which is a subsequent release, and people are making a killing on it. So um, the um, I uh, saw a piece with Jacob Frankel, the former senior uh, enforcement <coughs> uh, lawyer at the SEC, and uh, Jacob's response was, well, he wasn't quite sure about the title, but he said anytime you see a suspicious uh, pattern of trading, it's really incumbent on the trading companies to see if there are any anomalies which would uh, warrant further investigation. So um, I think most people are inclined to believe that if there's corruption, uh, certainly uh, the Trump administration could engage in it. Whether this is uh, actually a pattern in practice of insider trading, this point's unclear. But a uh, very uh, uh, interesting piece uh, by Cohen at uh, Vanity Fair, not a place you typically would see those types of stories broken. Nevertheless, great piece. Um, next from the BBC, the Serious Fraud Office had, had its uh, LIBOR rigging inquiry shut down, or rather it shut it down. The decision comes despite evidence that implicates the Bank of England. Uh, apparently no one will now be prosecuted for the lowballing where banks underestimate their interest rates to they pay to borrow cash. And this uh, SFO, uh, Lisa Ozofsky, of course, said that the decision followed a detailed review of this. Um, it turns out more uh, uh, traders were prosecuted in the United States uh, than in England over LIBOR. Very strange. Um, next up, the landmark opioid case uh, looks like it's going to start trial on Monday the 21st. Uh, settlement negotiations uh, apparently broke down over the weekend, although the judge has ordered the CEOs of the three defendants to uh, be at the uh, hearing uh, or at the start of trial. Uh, that's uh, <coughs> McKesson, Cardinal Health, and Amasource Bergen. Um, Purdue Pharma is in bankruptcy, and Johnson Johnson has already settled out. So the judge has said he wished this day would never come, uh, and you have to wonder uh, what the breakdown on the settlement negotiations were, although I can certainly attest that uh, lots of settlements are done right when you're getting ready to pick a jury. So we still could see a settlement. I believe there was $15 billion on the table, so that's a lot of money to turn down, but uh, um, apparently wasn't good enough. So we may actually get a trial in the uh, opioid cases uh, after all. And finally, um, in our last story, uh, more bad news for Boeing uh, there was a story over the weekend that uh, the Daily Compliance News reported on where um, the uh, lead pilot, uh, testing pilot uh, in the simulators uh, was uh, has text messages with a friend asking if he's lied to federal regulators. 
and the conclusion between he and his friend, well, if he did, it was not intentionally. Well, uh, this has really caught the eye of federal authorities, and now it looks like Congress is going to ramp up scrutiny of Boeing executives. And um, as new details point to management pressure on the engineer and pilots uh, to get this plane out and uh, into the marketplace, uh, the last thing Boeing needs in this Congress is something that both the Democrats and the Republicans can focus on, but they seem to have engaged in a series of missteps, and as more information comes out, apparently the problems around the 737 MAX were well known within the company. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.